All right, you deep divers, it's time to dust off your starter jackets, rip off those tearaways, and blow into your game cartridges. I'm Sam Blanford. I'm Pat Sellers. <laughs> and I'm Simon Blanford. And we wish it was the 90s. <laughs> Hold it together, Pat. Pat can't control himself. Uh, welcome to our newest segment, listeners, on Wish It Was the 90s. Cringe Factor. Uh, we're going to recap two YouTube clips today, both mm. featuring Michael Barrymore. Before we get into it, I'd like to do a little plug of our social media platforms. Uh, recently, we just had uh, a 500-like reel of, uh, of our X-Men uh, podcast. So um, give us a like on WIWT90S. Um, that's really the only thing that matters. You can go on our Facebook page um, or subscribe to our YouTube channel. Those are probably the key ones. Um, only, only fans, yeah. <laughs> yeah, only fans subscribe to those. <laughs> um, before you listen to this, you need to stop what you're doing, load up your YouTube and search for two videos. Michael Barrymore, see you when you get there. And Michael Barrymore, Backstreet's Back. And Pat and I don't really know much about Pat um, Michael Barrymore. So who are you? Simon, can you give us a bit of a uh, background of Michael Barrymore? Yeah, I, I think I can. So I just want to touch on what you said there, Sam, about looking up the YouTube videos. Hopefully you've paused at this point and you've watched the videos. Um, but because they are, I mean, I've had, I've, been, I've had a wedding day, I've had two kids, and I've had to think about what is the best moment in my life, really, was it watching those videos or the <laughs> wedding day? And it was the wedding day and the kids, but, you know, the, the videos come close. But uh, Barrymore, Barrymore was appointment television in the UK, and he was also appointment television in New Zealand for basically anyone over the age of 60, I think, in the 90s. He had a talk show where he, you know, interviewed sort of lowbrow Parkinson type thing. And he, the show that we see is something about you know, Mike's, you know, Barrymore, what's, what I call music or something like that. And he also did, I think kids say the darndest things or something like that. Yeah, I've seen a few clips of that. Yeah, he was sort of a semi-respected entertainer and then... Uh, quite a public downfall involving a party at his house uh, where a man, I think, was was, was drowned. Uh, he didn't report the fact that a man was drowned and it basically ended his career. And he's made a brief comeback now. But um, Has he? Yeah, very brief. Very brief. He's around, but he's, he hasn't quite reached the dizzying heights of these two clips. I mean, the fact that he was allowed to even do these clips kind of gives you an idea of how somewhat big he was, because with anyone else, surely they would just said, "Nah, mate, that's a terrible idea." And uh, and also how ridiculous the nineties were. Exactly. Now that still happens. Jimmy Fallon does this sort of stuff all the time. And it's not. <laughs> is it ironic? Because I don't know Jimmy Fallon very well at all. Is it? Is it? I feel like this is what watching Jimmy Fallon in about fifteen or so years would be like. Sure. When he's like, yeah, trying trying to do trying to do songs for celebrities and stuff. I don't know. Jimmy Fallon kind of is taking the piss out of himself, though. 
This is not. This is not him taking this of himself. Oh, certainly not. I can't comment on Fallon, but this is this is genuinely Michael Barrymore <laughs> thinking he is moving people with these songs, and I can't wait. <laughs> that is the well, best. Part. Speaking of moving people, let's dive into "See You When You Get There" feet remission, um, and we'll just go into our, our best bits. So, well, first of all, it's just one three-minute, twenty-five-second long best bit. Um, <laughs> Yeah, there isn't. Uh, it's hard to pick anything out because this is three minutes of twenty-five seconds of just laugh out loud goodness. Um, but and you were really harsh in the rundown. You said a best bit each, so it's harsh. But I'm going to try. I think it has to be at about one minute forty, where it's sort of it has a sort of long, quite a long shot really, and it pans and moves. Him arriving on stage, and he's just been kind of rapping slash spoken word, and then he joins in with the chorus and starts to sidle along with each group. I think for me, it's impossible to choose, but I think that's my favourite bit when you hear that baritone come in with the what are they called? What's the what's the chorus? Remissions. Remission. Yeah. Is that what? Yeah. Uh, he like he's like he winks and sidles over a eh? like. Here we go. It's getting good here. <laughs> yeah. Are, are, we, are we all going to end up with that bit? Because that is 1,000% the best bit. When the remissions are in three pods, kind of like, almost like, you know, almost like a you know, rugby strategy. They're operating in three pods. He goes and visits each of them oh. and then gets out in front with his big hands in the air. Oh. <laughs> With the camera from the top, like that is, that's hundred percent the best part when he's just mingling, and yep. behind each of the pods to start with, and then yeah, yep. fuck, oh, what the fuck is this video? <laughs> the best part of him going around each of the pods is the third group of six lingers behind them and the other two kind of pods haven't really been giving him anything and the third pod has this one woman in the middle who really is like taking that 60 seconds of fame and she and she like turns to him and he kind of like cranks his hands like soldier boy uh, <laughs> he is absolutely in his element at that point um and at that is ridiculous where it's all silent. He's like, We'll see you when you get there. <laughs> I've, I've had, I've got that written down and I've spelt it as, um, We'll see you when you get, and I've spelled it as T I T H I R R R R R R R R. There's no other. I went T H U U U U U U R E. Yeah, yeah. That is a great bit as well. Um, and I've got a question about that 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 final part, actually. Okay. Um, just it. before we... Oh, yeah, what's your question? Why is it we'll see you all of a sudden? Like, it's I'll see you when you get there, and then all of a sudden... Mm. And, the, and the irony of him saying, we'll see you when you get there, is that all remission are just blanked out, and all the lights go away from them, and it's just one big spotlight on Barrymore. <laughs> He and he's like soaking, he's soaking it in, eh? And oh. then he's like, 
and then he realised that he hasn't thanked remission, and and so he turned around, remission, everybody. It's the best part. He and he introduces remission at the start. Remission, you think, oh sweet, it's going to be a song by this uh, by this chorus, and it's just Barrymore. It's just Barrymore. That you know, that is the secret. It's only Barrymore. Do you know the context of like this episode or anything? It was just it was just my kind of music. So I think he just had like people on to play music that he approved of. And then yeah. maybe in once per episode, he did a cover with a band or with something like that. So apparently... Like, so what the fuck was like the background video when he's doing the quote-unquote rap? Can we move like, to questions what is, now? I assumed it, that was part of... It must have been something to do with what that episode was at, about or something. I don't know. Well, I don't think we should give the man that much credit <laughs> because that's one of my that's one of my questions is that why are there wartime clips like, <laughs> going on in the background, like random wartime clips? Why is there then like Edmund Hillary shows up on it, like climbing Everest? Well, this episode's going to be so much longer than we thought it was. <laughs> there is so much in this fucking three-minute video. <laughs> like, yeah. what is going on with us? We haven't even talked oh. about what, what the decision was to um, not wrap it, which I, I agree with he shouldn't have wrapped it. But um, what do you call that? What, what's up with what? obviously completely different to the Coolio lyrics? Uh, did he come was up with them poetry? or did it like... Did, yep, my question is exactly, did Barrymore write the quote-unquote rap? I reckon he did because he tries to rhyme chants and dance, but they don't rhyme in the way that he's uh, his, with his acting. <laughs> oh, yeah, we gave everyone yeah, a chance. Good. That's a great line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what they really want to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it just is it just is it random inspiring clips? Like I, it's I don't know. I was like, I was like, short. Like it's just doesn't make any like doesn't make any sense. It must there must have been some event or something Thing. during this episode, but also maybe not. No, nothing else makes sense anyway. You can't you can't <laughs> give them that much credit. You just can't. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, I think you might be right. I think I might be giving him too much, too much credit there. So fuck knows what that stock footage was of, you know, just random, random kids on the east end of London in World War Two. Uh, there's, a, there's a, can I just say two thirty seven? It's like two thirty six, two thirty seven in the clip. There is a woman who's just like, oh yeah, she hates it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. awful. Yeah. And they wouldn't have known until rehearsals because obviously it's it's reasonably well rehearsed. They would and during rehearsals they'd have been like, What the fuck have we got ourselves into? <laughs> do you reckon he, do you reckon there was a stand in for Barrymore at rehearsals that was like actually a singer? <laughs> and then he's like refused to do rehearsals. He's like, No, all right, I'm just gonna we'll just go live. Not <laughs> 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 just straight into it. With an amazing amount of confidence. All right, we're going to flick to the comment section. 
Oh, God, there's some great comments. We're, normally, where all hope on humanity goes to die, the YouTube comments have come up Trump's here. Yeah, so, um, Pat, do you want to give us your favourite uh, comment from the comment section? Um, I, I really like the... One of the more simple comments was, I feel like this would be something I'd write, like, what a song. I can totally see why Coolio would cover it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Before Simon goes, I just want to, um, I don't think we should allow ourselves to pick the top comment, which... Yeah, we discussed that before. uh, R.I.P. Coolio, thankfully immortalised in this performance, just as he would have wanted. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Simon, did you have a favourite comment? You go, and then I've, I've got a few. Uh, just a little segue from uh, you talking about a particular member of remission. Uh, the dead eyes of the female singers are a lovely touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alan Buchanan came up trumps on that one. Eh? Um, yeah, I've got um, this is a bit of a bit of a dark one, but I particularly enjoy it. Um, Red seventy six. Oh, surely. No, we, we can't allow anything to do with swimming pools, can we? Oh, no, what's going in? This one's got... Sam, we can cut it out later. <laughs> I've got about six little comments from the next one. <laughs> this one's going out to all the people who thought not reporting a dead body floating in a swimming pool represented its career low point. <laughs> Red 76. Stunner of a comment. Oh, Red 76. Oh, fuck, we're getting edgy on this podcast. <laughs> uh, all right, let's flick over to the Backstreet's Back video. Again, if you have not watched this yet, stop the podcast. Go and search mm. it up and watch it. Pat? I've kind of got my, my probably my actual favourite, but it's going to go on my question that I've got for everyone. But, uh, so I'll just take... Probably the most obvious, but pretty early on. Uh, but it definitely goes with the, lo- the line, am I sexual, which mm. is paired <laughs> with a stunning discarding of the blazer. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I was definitely worried and waiting to see what he did at that am I sexual bit. <laughs> um. Is it me or you, Sam, for the best bit? Who do you think? I've, I won't. You won't pick mine. So this is a real underground one. But at 13 seconds, replay it, ladies and gentlemen. At 13 seconds, there's a barely audible snicker slash laugh from the person recording it uh, <laughs> on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> and like you can uh, barely hear it, but it's just a pure joy. Um, and it's what we're all feeling when we're watching the clip. Um, so that's my favourite, just the snicker from the re- the recorder who otherwise does a stellar job. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I, I did say like his hand acts start the opening bit in particular, but actually his hand actions the whole time, the clenching and unclenching of his fists. Mm. Goes through both videos too, all the hand movements. Yeah, um, <laughs> but the best bit 
was uh, his frozen pose at the end. <laughs> um, oh, wow. Crowd's a bit of an extra bit in this, I reckon. They, they are really into it. They add to it. They must have got geared up because I feel like there have been few at that age bracket at that time probably didn't know the song. So they must have got queued up for all the, yeah. <laughs> Heaps of the audience members looking at each other and going, yeah, at some point. <laughs> and just, they are delighted to be there. They are absolutely delighted to be there on the whole. Like, it's quite incredible how much fun they're having. I think they are uh, they're about as delighted as he is disappointed that he wasn't a part of the dance crew at the end. So that leads to me to my question is, when towards the end you've got the dance crew on that back backstage, how does he end up on that platform thing on his own that's elevated? Because it kind of does weird camera stuff and then he appears up there. Yeah. I would have loved to see him like just gingerly scale up. <laughs> <laughs> and is he is he lip syncing the whole time, or is he just lip syncing at the end? I think it's just at the end. Uh, I think he's singing at the start. You can't be that good live. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, the crowd. There is a very strange mix of people in the crowd. They're all quite young, which is weird because Barrymore was so beloved by the oldies because I think they reminded him of like you know, a, a forgotten age of entertainer, you know, who was just cheesy and they loved all that stuff. Um, and a few of the YouTube comments do relate to the crowd, um, but I'm sure people have some other questions about this masterpiece. I've got one other um, question, by the way. Yeah, you go with your question because mine's kind of a question about both. Is this an even more enjoyable watch than See You When You Get There? I think See You When You Get There is better. I give it the edge. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a hard one, eh? I feel like I kind of enjoy everybody more because you can just only laugh at Barrymore the whole time and and you're not, you don't feel quite as bad about laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas, like, you do a little bit feel bad in the first one because those poor people singing with them. It's a bit like, you know, the comparison between season one and season two of The Office. Like, I enjoy season one more because you don't have to worry about Neil the whole time, you know. Cut that out, Sam. That's a terrible comparison. But um... <laughs> <laughs> I feel, feel like Barrymore is enjoying this one more. I feel like Barrymore is more into this backstreet. Like, like, I feel like he's really feeling himself in this one. Like he's, oh. he's never short of confidence, but this one he's like from the get go with the sharp dance moves. I think he's like, I am absolutely killing it here. Yeah, oh, no doubt about it. And there's, there's, and the, the the big the and the real tragedy is that in the YouTube comments, there's quite a few. You probably have seen it referring to him doing Puff Daddy's "I'll Be Missing You" on the same show. Yeah, it's never showed up. It's never shown up on the internet, and that for all the joy we got from these two, can you imagine? We'd have to an emergency pod uh, if that ever 
came online. It'd have to be straight out because that would be big news if it ever showed up on YouTube. Any listeners, if you can dig it out, get it up on YouTube. Absolutely. Dig it out. In the comments, it does refer to the fact that this had been posted previously and then taken down. Mm. Uh, My question was, did you show your wives this? She said, why are you guys doing an episode on this? (laughs) (laughs) Zara loved it. Yeah. um, She didn't quite question the episode, but she she was thinking it. She was thinking it. Um, Comment section. What have we got, Simon? Well, we're not going for that first one, right? That's so we can't go for the first comment. Oh, to t- tell us the tell us the top comment, please. First top comment: Joe Emery. Not a day has passed since the year two thousand where I haven't searched the internet and prayed that someone would upload this to YouTube. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, me and Sam were talking about this earlier. Is that that's, that's that comment's real good if you're thinking about. How many times if that black guy is just thinking about that and it, trying to explain <laughs> this video, like this clip to people? It was Simon Barrymore on, and you've done Backstreet Boys. <laughs> you can imagine him explaining it at the pub all the time. Oh, yeah, you couldn't. It's great stuff. Ian, Ian McDonald, just seven days ago, Ian. This is one I was privileged to witness when first broadcast. I remember even around 10 years old thinking, what the fuck is he doing? (laughs) Uh, Pat? I think my favourite one is someone had said that they'd they'd told their kids that it was Richard E. Grant. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good stitch up. I got heaps of comments. There's a lot of comments about the pool party. Um, there's a lot yeah I was avoiding them <laughs> uh, I'm just going to lean into them yeah point of enough. view point of view you're at a pool party and someone puts this on uh, top <laughs> top guy absolutely uh, absolutely mad don't go to a pool party with him <laughs> but I think I don't know who Pat Boone is but it just says Best cover since Pat Boone did Me So Horny. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one as well. I was also thinking, who's Pat Boone? But I still thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. So. I got some more. I got more. I got more comments, mate. Let them rip. I did not think see you when you get there could be tops. I was wrong. <laughs> Ever has there been enough. Never has there been another performer who was so self-unaware to how truly awful his own voice is. And this is him miming. Steve Severa. I've waited years to see this again, and it's just as horrific as the scar in my memory told me it was when I saw it all those years ago. <laughs> I dread to think what drugs he was consuming to do this without realising what an utter twonk he looks. Staggering. Horrific yet incredible. There was a comment in there along those lines. It was just the classic, okay. The hell of a drug. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the podcast is called Cringe Factor. Um, Cringe Factor out of 10. What are you giving these videos, Simon? I'm giving this a 9.5. 
on the cringe factor. I can't give it a 10. Uh, but actually, I'm only going to go 9, not 9.5, because it's just too damn enjoyable to be a true 10 out of 10 cringe. Um, this In the first one, yep, there's, there's parts where it's cringe because you feel for a mission. In the second one, I just feel nothing but pure, unadulterated joy the whole time. I don't feel sorry for anyone, so I can't give it a 10. <laughs> Um, it's 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 a nine. Pat, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disagree. <laughs> the thing is, this is this is a new uh, series of ours. I'd say going forward, we should be rating the cringe factor from zero to Michael Barrymore saying, "See you when you get there." <laughs> Yeah, it's a good shout. I'm going to be thinking about this for weeks. Like, I've lost so much time already. I can see it. <laughs> I just don't understand what I watched. <laughs> <laughs> How old do you think you need to be to find this cringeworthy? Oh, not cringeworthy, funny. Just, I think, alive. <laughs> it does feel like an our sort of era, just weird shit. It really fills that gap. Yeah. Anything under 70. Anything under 70. Surely to God. Mm. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, yeah. I was the same as you, Simon. Um, the yeah, less cringe, more just absolute hilar- hilarity. Uh, I'd give it a nine. I'm really worried about future episodes then, if it's yeah, are we going to get one to top it? Because that's oh, I never hard tack with something watching something more cringe than that. <laughs> on, on the ridiculous factor, it's a thousand out of ten. Yeah, you, you, it's it's so ridiculous. Like David Brent is the most self aware person in the world compared to Michael Barrymore. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's a ridiculous factor. It's it's impossible. You couldn't if. Alan Partridge, if that was a, a, like a bit on Alan Partridge, you'd go, ah, this is too stupid. This is too ridiculous. It would never happen. Yeah. yeah, I think Partridge got a few mentions in the comments along those lines. Yeah, in fact, the title says goes, he goes full accidental Partridge, which is um, <laughs> fantastic. If you do have any uh, cringeworthy videos that you think <laughs> we, would, we would enjoy uh, covering, uh, it's up in the slacks. Uh, well, it's actually only just our mates who listen to us, so so just text us. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Just to round the podcast out, I've got one final YouTube comment. For those of you too young to remember, the moment Barrymore stepped onto the stage to sing with remission, racism ended and world peace was achieved. When the guy was found buggered to death in his pool, it all came back within 10 minutes. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) What you really want to do. (laughs) 